When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A lot of people live in denial because they think that to be realistic is to be depressing. I'm Dr. Mike, host of Going There. It was the first song where I wrote about how I felt like my depression was killing me and I didn't want it. Going There breaks the stigma of mental health issues by having real honest conversations with your favorite musicians, including Alessia Cara, Lizzie Hale, Jewel, Jason Isbell, Gerard Way, Lauren Gray, Shamir, and Barty Strange. There was something there that was so raw, where I was like, wow, I can't believe someone would say that. Let's go there on Going There with Dr. Mike, brought to you by SoundMind Live and the Consequence Podcast Network every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, 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 hey! How y'all feeling? Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands? This year, that matter. Yay. With Brad Steiner and Barry Corder. If you were uh, wondering whether or not you should uh, check out the Childish Gambino set at uh, Bonnaroo this year, all I have to do is point you to Coachella 2019. Watch that from the other night. Oh my God. Wow. That set was phenomenal. I didn't know the Childish Gambino thing. I didn't really get it. My God, do I get it now. All right. Did you watch it? Not yet. I'm not going to. I'm going to. Welcome to, I think, like the second of Christmas day. Like, Bonnaroo fans, we get like three Christmases through the year. (laughs) This is the second one. It is schedule day. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. We made a... uh habit of having our meeting which i guess we did a little or many one yeah already so we need to we need to so this is when you start getting the campsite together this is when you get your group together you all either skype facetime get to a bar once the schedule comes out this is when you all get together and start figuring it out because now it's crunch time it is bonnaroo crunch crunch time this is the what podcast that's barry quarter i'm brad steiner a podcast for bonnarooians by bonnarooians on schedule day, not not necessarily schedule day, but uh, we've had a few days to actually like absorb the schedule, talk to some listeners. We're going to talk to some today, uh, and we might even be joined by one of our campmates later today. I know, I know, that's what I mean. Isn't that fun? I, I mean, Mr. Sunshine, Mr. Positivity, radiating energy and happiness at all times. His name is Brian Stone. Uh, if you caught some of the episodes last year from camp, you might have heard his voice. Uh, he also has his own podcast about, you know, I don't know things he complains about curmudgeon stuff yeah <laughs> curmudgeon stuff yes <laughs> uh so you can actually i think this is his email address curmudgeon stuff <laughs> G- anyway uh he's going to join us a little bit later on this afternoon too uh, for the podcast uh that is dealing all with the schedule and i don't think that you can go too far through the schedule without uh finding so many conflicts and we'll dive into those too but i right off the top of my head they released the schedule earlier this year than ever before everything is earlier Everything's earlier. Everything's a little bit different. Right. They're trying, I guess, some new things to, to pump in some new energy. But let me just ask you this, and maybe it's because I'm by nature a conspiracy theorist. Do you think that they put any energy into thinking they released the schedule the same week of Coachella's first weekend? 
I think all of that has some impact. I mean, if, you know, they released the schedule earlier because all these other festivals were releasing theirs, there's only a hand, you know, so many numbers of tickets that can be sold to all of these things. And so, um, I, I mean, I don't know too many people that can afford to go to more than one. True. Certainly not many. Mm-hmm. So when decisions are being made, if you see a, a Coachella or a hangout festival already yeah. and you like it, you pull the trigger. Well, so. you see, you, I don't. Def, I definitely don't think they're going to change anybody's mind when uh, you know they release the schedule on the week of Coachella. But I do think that they maybe you know deflate the balloon just a little bit of the Coachella energy. Sure. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just making this up, but it just seemed odd that the same weekend of Coachella, they announced the schedule. Uh, what comes next weekend? What, what about Coachella weekend too? Or do they announce the Super Jams next weekend? You know, they were still, was it this week that you, was the last week where you could make your payment plan type of thing? Uh, okay. So, I mean, are, I think are we into all a new that, tier now? Yeah. I think mm. all of that plays in to how these decisions are made now yeah. i don't know what it we're not in those war rooms so i don't True. know the exact decision did but. now going back and seeing that when you first got the lineup and we loved it so much more than many years in the past did seeing the schedule change the way that you saw the lineup no not really in fact it's kind of i don't i think i told you earlier i don't have nearly as many conflicts as i have in the past really and maybe it's just because of all the discussions we've been having i it's probably going to likely be a game day decision for me. Yeah. Every year, as we laugh, we joke, but it's the truth. Every year, there are these don't miss. There's no way I'm missing that show. And then, eh, I, yeah, <laughs> look at that. Chair feels I had, comfortable. Had a couple or, too many Bloody Marys. Whoopsies. Well, it's, it, not just that. Well, not just that for me. A lot a of time, it's work related. You know, I I I want to take a picture of so and so in the band that I you know, was so adamant about seeing is on the other side of the farm or internet's not working for me. So I'm struggling to send file things for work or, or like you said, I just don't want to get up. Yeah. I just want to get up the effort. I wonder if, I wonder if there are people who saw the lineup and loved it a lot and then saw the schedule come out and thought it was thinner than they originally thought or the other way around that they just, eh, this is just okay. And then once they see the schedule, they're like, man, this is so much better than I thought because I remember in years past, when the schedule or the lineup wasn't nearly as beefy and meaty as we thought it was, right. when the schedule came out, we're like, "Wait a second, yeah. this is so much better than I thought it was." Right. I wonder if that the opposite is true this year a little bit. Uh, well, I mean, I, to that point, I think I told you the first time I saw it that Thursday is going to kill me. Thursday is unbelievable. Thursday is crushing, and then Sunday, as we talked about, as you guys will hear later on. I mean, that what stage? That's all day. Yeah. Let's, we'll go through the uh, schedule here with some listeners in a, in a second. We were going to talk to Dortha in April, and maybe even Brian Stone stops by at the What Podcast uh, Palatial Studios here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. <laughs> uh, so before we get into like our schedules and what we see as conflicts, the thing that I noticed differently about the at least the online interactive guide, oh, they added Wednesday? And they added a next page tab because they've got so much going on in the campsites and the pods right. that they needed somewhere to actually tell you what in the hell was going on, which is a, I mean, yeah, I stroke of genius. I mean, what if, what if they start, you know, piling some stuff on a Wednesday night out of nowhere, you know, just starting adding little bits and pieces here in the years coming up? Yeah, I, I thought about that. I Not not to out anybody, so I won't say names, but you, if you remember, we did hear from somebody who sort of said, uh, 
Kind of wish we hadn't let that get out of the out of the bag like it has, out of hand. Yeah, the Wednesday stuff, getting there on Wednesday. Yeah, it's just the week gets longer and gets longer, longer and longer. By the way, speaking of showing up on Wednesday, are they still doing that event on Tuesday night celebrating the original Ikachu or Ikachu, whatever it's called? As far as I know. Okay, yeah, so there's Rubus would be the ones kind of involved. Hey, in Rubus, let us know what in the hell's going on there. So this is what they uh, they did. So before, if you don't know, before Bonnaroo existed, on that same exact site there was a music festival that was a tremendous failure um they did mostly classic rock and nobody showed up and it was uh lives in lore as one of the biggest disasters in in music history <laughs> but it was called like ikachu right is that what I'm right? ichiku ichiku that's right something like that well they're they're trying to put on something somewhat like that off site in manchester the right. tuesday before bonnaroo and uh, i haven't heard anything about it since the original sort of like, hey, let's do this. I haven't heard one thing since. Yeah, just a, just a little extra trivia. That is why Bonnaroo takes place in Manchester, Tennessee, is because Ashley Caps with AC knew of that site because of Ichiku. Ah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Superfly was looking to do something, and he said, hey, I know this 700-acre farm. They always do something in Manchester, Manchester that night. It's usually a local Oh, do they? Kinda, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I, or at least they have in the, in the past. Okay. I think they're making this sort of that anniversary event okay. type of thing. Well, what is the anniversary? 20 years? Yeah, it would be. Wow. Right? Unbelievable. Right. All right, so let's uh, start with Thursday. Now, uh, things get started with a band called Keats. I don't really know anything about them on the house stage, which, by the way, what is the house stage? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is that, is I don't. That- What's the little bitty one right in the middle? Oh, the I know beer? the house stage. The house stage is in Planet Rue. That's the one where they do all the yoga. Yeah, okay. yeah I got you. Okay. Yeah, right, right. Okay, so then, so then it really gets started, which I think is a stroke of genius, is with Peach, Peach Pit. Pit. What a what a start! And then Thursday for us, I mean, we haven't talked about this, but I know what you're gonna say. Thursday is unbelievable. Yeah, Thursday it, is unbelievable. It, it goes till six in the morning and we like that donna Saul that we've talked about in passing right that voice of hers is unbelievable right. how strong it is She's so great so peach pit into donna Saul, uh and then the grand Ole opry thing that you know i'm just we're so curious i i did well i don't want to save what i'm going to say about this but something just seems like it's sneaky and and something's going on yeah something sneaky's going on with this grand Ole opry i know show and jack harlow and all them witches are, are people that uh listeners have both pointed out to us as you know check out don't don't sleep on type of thing so well here we go with my first conflict my first conflict of the festival is uh, a band that when the lineup came out was like the one there were two bands that i i said uh, these are these are it for me uh cherry glazer and rolling blackouts mm-hmm. rolling blackouts coastal fever Against the nude party, against Bulow. Right. Uh, Bulow is going to be the star of the industry here in a right. couple of years. There, I mean, that drives me nuts. That drives me nuts. The nude party is really good because they're the first. They were the first uh, Bonnaroo, Roo Clue, and they came to even Chattanooga. They got a great reception here. That's a really, really good show. And I hate that I'm going to miss both of those for rolling blackouts. But it, I mean, my mind's made up. My mind's made up. Yeah, no, you're you're right. <laughs> Thirsty. Who knew? Who knew? And then you got to, I like Magic City Hippies after that, and then I'm really into Saba. We talked about Saba in the last uh, show when we were talking about, um, you know, unknown artists that just got added. Saba's a, one of those that uh, not playing the Who stage, but playing that tent. I think that At this guy is 145, a... 145. I know yeah. that, but this guy is really, know, really man. good. 
I know, no, I'm saying it, we could literally go all night and ooh, that's going to make for a long weekend. Well, and then you then surprise sets at, at Calliope till sunrise. Which, we need to find out how to say that. I still think it's Calliope. Calliope? I've never and not heard Calliope. Calliope. <laughs> well, which one is it? I, I in my mind it's Cali. Now I can't even say it, Calliope. <laughs> Cuz I keep thinking of the uh the uh Blinded by the Light song. What do you mean? It says Calliope. Does he? Uh-huh. Okay, here's all I know. Is when I was walking around New Orleans, there is that street somewhere in the Garden District. And when I walked past it, I was like, "Oh, no." <laughs> <laughs> let me just turn on. Let me just turn on Alexa and see what she says. Uh, but well, but here's the problem with that sunrise surprise till sunrise set. Right. Um, that means we're going to be up till sunset. Uh-huh. Not because we're at the stage, but because uh-huh. our camp is right next to it. Uh huh. So. Uh huh. Welcome, welcome to six a.m. Barry. Uh. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it is right next to it, and it is loud. Uh. So yeah. I mean, I don't know what sunrise sets at at Kalalalalala means but um yeah that's gonna last till 6 a.m i'm telling you we haven't even talked about ga what might be going on uh i mean look thursday night was the first night that i last year was the first night was it thursday yeah thursday night i went to ga or was it friday night oh god i don't even remember right but there is all kinds of stuff in thursday night but we missed the repeat repeat thing on wednesday night Right, you know, and so i mean and who's who's gonna be sneaking out into ga on wednesday night to play I'm telling you, let me just give you a word of warning here. Thursday is such a great day, and you're going to be in such a good mood. You're going to love everything about life on Thursday. Reel it in. Pace. Yes, please pace. Please don't go go crazy until 6 a.m. on Thursday. You've got a long, long race to run. <laughs> please keep it together. That's yeah, all I ask yeah, of our absolutely. people. Um, but, yeah, like if you go through some of the stuff that's happening on the the GA site, I mean, I don't. I don't care what it is. I'm just going to pop in and see what the hell's going on. I mean, even our buddies at Lightning 100 are doing whatever this means. Lightning 100 and tons guitar pool. What in the world does that mean? We'll have to do a podcast afterwards and talk to people who never left camp. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. You know? Who literally just went from pod to pod in GA. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's plenty of them. Yeah, that's what (laughs) I bet you're right. Uh, so you go to you go to Friday. So Thursday lasts until six o'clock in the morning. Then Friday, uh, to me, is 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 maybe my busiest day. Uh, it has every artist that is on my wish list playing on Friday. That's why Thursday is. Uh, I just look at it with like my heart with heart palpitations. It's like, oh, Brad, please don't do this. No. Please don't hurt yourself. Like I make up made fun of by a friend of ours the other day when I said I really need to start working out to get my body in shape for Bonnaroo. Oh, I have. <laughs> I, I, I'm not quite to the, uh, you know, circling dates on the calendar, uh-huh. uh, but I've, you know, it's every, every opportunity I get is take a walk, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's my back. I, this I, old I, man's back is, I'm very worried about it. It wakes me up in cold sweats because <laughs> <laughs> it's like T minus what, 60 or something. <laughs> oh God. All right. So you go to Friday, uh, the, uh. The artist that you picked out, Monsieur Perrin, mm-hmm. is uh, starting off Friday against the Teskey Brothers and Ida May. Ida May, another artist that we talked about great. Uh, when we did the additions to the lineup a couple of uh, weeks ago. It was the last week. Ida May is terrific, and I really just love her voice. I, I think that's, between those two, I think that's a perfect way to start Friday. Yeah, yeah. Chill, 
Especially it's, after. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's really chill. The, like the, the, the soundscape will be nice. If it's not too hot, I'm going to be like freshly showered and ready to go. Uh, and then if you if you really want to turn up the guitar rock, Rival Sons on the what stage? Rival Sons are getting a lot of airplay in active rock. They're all guitars. They're rock stars. These guys are straight up rock stars, no doubt. But I'm not going to worry about that because I got Cherry Glazer. So whatever happens to 2 o'clock, I've got 45 minutes to sort of reconvene and figure out myself before Cherry Glazer because once Cherry Glazer hits, my day, my day goes. My day starts flying from Cherry Glazer to Pinky Pinky to... Parquet Courts, to AJR, to Avid Brothers, to Grizz, to Courtney Barnett, to Childish Gambino, to Solange, to Beach House, (laughs) and then maybe I can come up for air. So that's nine straight hours where I don't see any break in my day whatsoever. See, and, you know, I've, I got to go by and at least see Girl Talk, 2.45. It's 2 o'clock at night, yeah. Like, there'll be a nappy somewhere. Yeah, maybe I don't two, Barry. Maybe scheduled. two, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's out there in the field watching Girl Talk. It's a great point. I mean, I'm not going to see that fish show on Friday night, not because I don't want to. There's just no possible way. I can't, I just, I can't push myself and do all of that and try and, you know, navigate the what stage only to come back for the Grizz Super Jam, which I absolutely don't want to miss. I think that Grizz right. Super Jam is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I do too. I do too. The way that he's, the, the musicianship that he brings to the stage, even as an EDM act, even I'm appreciative of, even I like. Yeah. And I, I've got to imagine he's got a lot of people willing to come up there and play to some tracks and add some instrumentals to it. Well, and just, there's always the mystery of the Super Jam. You just never know who's going to join, you know. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Oh yeah, and and you got and, and you got the massive return of Brockhampton. Now Brockhampton, not necessarily for me, but they canceled last year that Brockhampton show. People have been waiting two years for. That's right. going to be massive. And then you've got uh, <laughs> then you got your girl talk till three, and of course we got our old problem. Yep, the surprise set until six o'clock at Calliope. Yep, and that that seems to me like one of those days where uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be done by. Uh, a certain time, go back to camp and reset. Maybe uh, take a nap or something, and I'll find myself out in a GA on Friday night because because the energy in GA on a Friday night, watch out. See, that's the X factor in all this, Brad. I mean, I really just don't know how that's going to change our routine. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think you you would agree we have fallen into a fairly comfortable routine with how we do it, right? Having yeah. having been there so many times, but. We, until you went out to GA last year, it never entered our thought process. Yeah, I know. So here's the problem is at some point, and I'm going to go ahead and let the cat out of the bag, there will be some sort of secret show happening out in GA. It will happen. Sure. And we're going to get word of it, and it's going to spread like wildfire, and it's going to throw the entire night off. <laughs> the entire night off. And it would, I don't know if it's going to be Saturday night or Friday night, but one of the nights... They're going to like send us a note like, hey, just in case you want to go to Plaza, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, you you know, Paramore, Casey Musgraves and Marin Morris are playing out in GA at a pod. I know. I mean, put throw this in there. What if you wander out there noonish, mid-afternoon one of the days and you're just having such a good time? You, you stay. You're going to hang out there. Oh, my God. I know, man. Yeah, That's I mean, they, so so we have people in our camp that will wander out into GA and and hang out with some friends of theirs. And if you do that at two o'clock, three o'clock, and you know you're having a a pretty swell time, right? And things get a little out of control. You look up at seven thirty. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, your night is your day. You've missed the entire yeah. day. 
Who was uh, who's your friend that was with us last year? We saw him like twice. Oh, Trevor. Trevor. Yeah, yeah. he Gro- wandered out there. We never saw him again. I know. Growing, we call him growing young boy uh, <laughs> because he's a 19 year old kid that works here, but he looks like he's he's a, I don't know. He's yeah. a very strange looking. But he, he came back he, to cha- maybe change clothes and once. Yes, once. he's he camped with us. Gone. But he was <laughs> he was in GA literally the entire time. I don't think he saw a show. Hey, by the way, can I stop for a second and go backwards? Which one is the plaza that Haley Williams is putting to? Is that the the plaza of the Sanctuary of Self-Love, Plaza 2? Yeah. Okay. They don't ever actually mention anything that she's doing. Like, she's not ever on the lineup. It's just like Nashville Vinyl Club and a lot of empty space. I thought they did in the when they announced it. Maybe the... I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that, that's happening. That she's going to do it, but not specifically when or... Right. right. There's just okay. like her name doesn't appear anywhere on the schedule. And I don't know if that's on purpose to give her like freedom to, to figure out when she wants to come in. But there's giant swaths of empty space from eight to 12 on Thursday. On Friday, eight to 12, a giant swath of, of empty space. I mean, there's a lot of places in these plazas that you can start, you know, right. popping in. Uh, little surprises and little uh, little teeny tiny uh, additions that you know we'll have to will fit in perfectly. We'll have to find somebody, uh, Jeff Quayar or somebody. Maybe that that would be an interesting question: is how they are going to program GA versus the bigger lineup. What if they? I mean, what if they don't? What if they just throw some stuff out there when they can get it and see what happens? Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm wondering. Because it, you know, it, do they want it to compete? Do they care? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, and I, it comes, it brings me back to something that he said that we've latched onto for, for weeks now. He said that they create lanes right. for fans of certain types of music and certain you know formats of music. They create lanes for you to navigate the festival. Well, that doesn't necessarily ring true when you see the Saturday schedule. Right. Saturday doesn't make a lick of sense <laughs> when compared to what Jeff Cuellar said about lanes. Now, sometimes scheduling is scheduling and they can't do anything about when a certain artist is available. Right. I mean, they got to get John Prine when they can, but John Prine versus Jim James uh, is going to break a lot of people's hearts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Probably that's what it, they probably got him when they could get him. John Prine. John Prine. Yeah. yeah. And Jim I, I, James too, I'm sure. I'm guessing you're probably right. I mean, let's not let's not fool ourselves. Jim James is going to be somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, Jim James is going to pop up right. maybe a couple of def- different times on this uh, on this lineup. Saturday, being as light as it is, uh gives me all of the problems that I probably have ever had in the last 3 years. You could add up the last 3 years I've had no conflicts. I have more conflicts on Saturday than I have had combined in 3 years. And it's like all happening all at the same time in two different places. In two different places on Saturday, I've got Marin Morris, Hippocampus, Bishop Bishop Briggs, Unknown Mortal Orchestra, and DeLacy. Five artists that are probably in my top 15 of seeing, all playing at the exact same time. And I don't know what to do with that. I really don't know what to do with that. And then... If you want to, if you want to go even further, I've got Casey Musgraves, Jim James, John Prine, Odessa, and the National all happening essentially all at the same time. Right. And if you're, but here's the difference: if you're a 15 to 20 minute set guy or girl, and you want to just pop in and watch 15 to 20 minutes, that's perfect for you. Right. I'm just not like that. That's, I was getting ready to say that you and I watch differently. I 
I'm okay with a lot of the walk-bys um, because I don't have to be up front. You like to be up front, I which do. is more of an effort. It's a longer walk. It's more of an effort. It's you got to be more intentional about mm-hmm. how you get from A to B. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem walking to the back and you know getting 15, 20 minutes. If yeah. I like it, I stay. Yeah, um, that's not for me. Yeah, uh, I will say that something odd. Childish Gambino's got you know three artists playing against him, four artists playing against him. Post Malone has nobody. And frankly, the National doesn't either. The National has Space Jesus, Republican Hair, and a silent disco set from A.C. Slater. I got to imagine that if something happens in G.A. Yeah, that's what I'm It's going to happen somewhere between Jim James and, say, midnight when Post Malone's done. Something around there is when it's going to happen because that seems way too empty for me to not think something else is going on. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. I want, I would love to know. Man, that takes some coordination, though. Yeah, it does. That takes a genius to be able to look at the Matrix. I mean, I don't know if the genius, matrix. But, but somebody far smarter than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not we'll a, put that's this not a high here level. and there. And, yeah. All right, so the National is my... Sort of my final show, essentially, of Saturday. I mean, I want to see Post Malone. I really think it's going to be fun, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make every effort to get there. But uh, if it ends, if National ends at eleven, there's no way I'm getting to where I want to be to see Post Malone. And here's the other thing: going back to Friday, dude. There's a big problem. Imagine how hard it's going to be if you are a huge Courtney Barnett fan, which I am, right. which you are. Right. Brian Stone is you took. Courtney fan going from Courtney Barnett and getting to Childish Gambino. Courtney ends at nine. Childish starts at eight forty-five. I have. I'm just a guy that doesn't like to be 150, 200 yards away from the stage. So I'm. I'm going to have to make sure that I'm somewhere close for Childish Gambino, which means that hour and a half before totally gone. That means I miss entirely the entire Courtney Barnett set. Yeah, that's. I know where you're going, and that's why. I- I, in my head, I'm physically. How am I going to do that? How am I going to get going here? To. There probably not. Yeah, you're going to see if you want. If and, you're gonna if you're gonna go to Courtney Barnett, that means at eight o'clock. <clears throat> that means at eight o'clock you're going to have to leave just to get somewhere that is manageable for Childish Gambino. And same with Post Malone. For, for people who have never <laughs> been, all of the stages are sort of in the Centeru area and they're navigable. But the what stage is the only one that's sort of its own gated entity. And it becomes, there are two bottlenecks. Yeah. I mean, and they are massive bottlenecks. Since the McCartney one, that was such a huge crowd. Yeah. And I have a feeling this year is going to be. I think Childish is going to be massive. Childish is going to be massive. And imagine the people who desperately wanted to see Grizz, Gojira, Courtney Barnett. And then all of a sudden, you know, they've got to leave at least 30 minutes early from the set that they wanted to see just to get to somewhere to see Childish Gambino. See, and. Not to keep going back to that GA thing, but in the past, there was no reason other than you were just flat out tired or whatever to not be in center route mm-hmm. on those Friday and Saturday nights. You know what I mean? So that everybody was there. I just wonder if if that whole comfort factor, you know, hey, there's it's pretty cool hanging out where we are. I want, I'm curious to see how that impacts some of these crowds. Yeah, and so you get that problem. You get that problem for the the Childish Gambino show, and then on Saturday you get the same, like you said, the same problem for Post Malone. Now I don't necessarily see it as as big of a problem going from uh, the National Space Jesus AC Slater to Post Malone, or to from Camp to Post Malone. Uh, but I can see myself probably skipping the Post Malone show because I love the National so much, and I'll be done for National at eleven o'clock. By eleven fifteen, I'll look up and be like, I don't know if I can make it. 
you know, to to post Malone and right. and be at a place where I feel comfortable. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe maybe that's one of those shows that people around me convince me to just go to the back of the the field and watch Post Malone from the back, sort of like I did Kendrick Lamar last year. Who was the Sunday night closer last year? That's what we. That, that would be the Killers, Barry. I think everybody went in to see the Killers, and Denson, one of our campmates, and I decided to hang out back in the the right behind the stage. There's like four of us back there. Yeah. We could hear, we couldn't see, but it was, it, we were just done. Yeah. You know, didn't, didn't want to fight the crowd. And so that's the kind of decision that I'm talking about. And I, and I, <laughs> I keep saying it, but I really, it's going to depend on how, how long Thursday is and how, if there is recovery time on Friday. Well, you know, you go to Saturday for me, at least if, if I skip post Malone or if I go to see it in the back of the field until like 12, that's the night I'm going to, to GA and finding something special yeah. in the pod because, honestly, there you go. I've got nothing that interests me after tepid interest in Post Malone. Nothing past that. I, 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 Lonely Island, you can forget it. Uh, and then the rest of it is just sort of like Gucci Mane. I'm not, I'm not, that's not me. <laughs> but I will, if you, walk by. if you give me something in GA, I'll be out there all night on Saturday night. Sure. I, I'm, I'm with you. That's probably when is the uh, beer exchange? Oh God, I forgot about the beer exchange. If it's on Friday, I'm going to get killed. I think it's Friday. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. And, and we need. Oh to my confirm, God, this is the other problem. We've got people that we're supposed to be interviewing on the fest. We got work. Oh no! Yeah, we talked. We talked to them about doing uh, something from the, this, the beer exchange. I, I'm my Friday's ruined. I'm going to get crushed on Friday because that's essentially when all the artists are going to be there. All the artists that I want to see right, right. are going to be available to be interviewed that day, right. which means I'm going to be taken away from their show. That, oh, God almighty. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to suggest. First world Bonnaroo problems we're, we're complaining yeah, about exactly, right now. exactly. I'm going to suggest we think about it for a minute and then just let it happen. All right, so let's go to Sunday, uh, and we'll talk to a couple of listeners here in a second and get their uh, perspectives on the schedule and conflicts. And by the way, if you want to win some Bonnaroo tickets, I think we have a bit of the week in this at the what podcast or the at the what underscore podcast. My apologies on Twitter or the what podcast dot com. Just drop us any sort of note. And yeah, somebody asked me if Podbean uh, comments get you in for the contest. too. Yeah, absolutely. Any way that you interact with us, I'm literally writing down your screen name and hopefully we can announce it on the show next week and uh, you can uh, claim your tickets. But when you go to Sunday, I've never seen a schedule from Bonnaroo. So in the same lane as Sunday. Yeah. And it's not just the what stage where Trampled by Turtles, Brandy Carlisle, the Lumineers are essentially all the same fans. They all sort of, to me, fill the same sort of space. Uh, now, they're all completely different artists and they all have completely different sounds, but they seem so similar when we were told that they sort of programmed this via how the lanes that you could travel based on the type of music that you like. That, to me, Sunday is all one big lane. <laughs> I'm not sure, and I and you know more of these bands than I do, but it, it feels to me like there's three or four, or four maybe five or six lanes. Mm. It doesn't feel all over the place to me like maybe it has, unless you consider that EDM and you know the Nashville Grand Old Opry are polar opposites, mm-hmm. I guess, in that. But uh, there are far, four or five distinct lanes, mm-hmm. but there's not 12. Right. Does that make sense? I got you. Um, you have any uh, schedule? You have any conflicts on Sunday? Uh, I'd like to 
see Walk the Moon, Lumineers, and I'm definitely going to see Little Dicky. So that one. Sure. Um, That's going to be tough. Brandy Carlisle is probably an entire set for me, uh, though she will be here at, at our Moon River well, Festival. That so. means you miss a lot of the Princess set, I know. which is Maya Rudolph and the, and the Prince cover band. Yeah, and I, you know Hobo Johnson's one of those that people spoken highly of. I so. think that you're going to do, and, and by the way, my boy Patrick Droney is playing exactly at that time too. Yeah. Um, it's going to be tough. I don't know what I'm going to do, Patrick Droney versus Hobo Johnson. I would like to spend... 15, 20 minutes at the outset of that Hobo Johnson show uh, just to see just to see what it's about because he's such a lightning rod of, of right. back and forth. But Brandy Carlisle on the what is everything that's right about Sunday. Yeah. Everything that's right about Sunday. It's a 4 o'clock show. You can probably, if you get there early enough, get into the pit. You know, it's one of those moments where I love Bonnaroo and I hate it all at the same time. Because it's going to be 200 degrees, I'm going to be miserable, but I'm going to love every second of standing in that pit in the in the blazing hot sun with her. I now that it's I th- everything I love about the festival. Yeah. What I th- now that I think about it, because of my job at the paper, I have uh, photography um, access, mm-hmm. so I may shoot Brandy. That yeah. would be a good one to get the first three songs. Yeah, that's that's probably what I will do. Yeah, assuming. Assuming I get in, and again, I think so. And again, what I will I will keep reiterating: the four o'clock what stage show to me is is the festival at its best because it's so easily to be it's so easily navigated. Yeah, you can get into the pit pretty easily. You can hear, and then by the way, the sound is just impeccable. So Brandy Carlisle, four o'clock on a Sunday, you could not have dreamt it up better for me. Uh, which means I'm going to miss Patrick Droney, Princess, Lemon Twigs, and Hobo Johnson. The, then you, the night goes on, and I'm just sort of like, I'll do whatever. Yeah. You can take me into any direction you want to. I'm definitely going to go to Little Dicky. If you want to swing by Lumineers, I'm okay about, the, about right. that. I don't n- nearly hate the Lumineers as much as some people do. I find them to be quite charming. If you, want, if you even want me to swing by A.C. Slater, I'll do it. Because I, those guys are really, really interesting to me, uh, even though they're an EDM act. And then if you want me to go to Mac DeMarco and try to brave that crowd, that crowd is going to be massive. There is not a better piece of scheduling, honestly, mm-hmm. than putting Mac DeMarco against Cardi B. Yeah. Because, let's be honest, they might they might sort of be in the same lane so they can split the crowd and right, uh, right. and make at least manageable. At least manageable. Because his crowd and Cardi B's crowd are going to be massive. I bet that's the night we go see Fish. That is going to be the night I, I at least give Fish a try. Yeah. I have never once seen Fish. I've never had an interest in Fish. I've never spent time. I've, I mean, I liked a few albums when I was a kid, but maybe that's the night I finally give them a shot. It feels like it could be a good night for all of Camp Nut Butter to just sort of find a corner in the back and I would be unwind, have more a good, than happy with that. Yeah, get a beer, let it happen. Yeah, I would have no problem sitting on a on a blanket Sunday night watching Fish. Yeah, that's fine by me. That's what I'm feeling. I'm all into that. You want to talk to some listeners and get their takes on the Absolutely. schedule? Absolutely. Who are we talking to first? We have up first, Dortha. Hi, Dortha. How are you? Hey. Brad Steiner, Barry Quarter. How are you? Hi. I'm great. How are y'all? I speak as one now. I'm Brad Steiner, Barry Quarter. Uh, I like I it. speak as <laughs> one. We're one a couple. <laughs> this is, Brad Brad. This is Brad. not where I thought my life was going. I did not expect <laughs> this to be 
where I ended up. Hi, Dortha. How are you, dear? I'm great. How are y'all? Uh, we're excellent. How many days are we down to? Ooh, I think it's getting uh, close. 60? 60, wow. 62, I think. Yeah. I think it's less than Reddit. How many Bonnaroo's you been to, Dortha? This will be my third one, but I haven't been back in a few years. Like, I went to 2014 and 2015. Why'd you take a few years off? Um, Mostly financial stuff. Uh, the squad ended up like there was always a reason that we couldn't go. Where do you live? Uh, I'm in Kentucky, so I'm just outside of Louisville, so yeah. not far at all. Yeah, see, Brad and I, we we only have to drive like an hour, so we don't consider. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we, we don't think about those 15-hour drives some people make in the eight hours, so. You know, it's, right, yeah, I think we're down to two and a half, but nice. now my sister lives in Nashville, so we go down a couple days before. What was your initial impression right. of 2014 when you walked in? It, like, it was just nuts. Like, it's an entire different world. Like, it's just insane, and it's, it's really hard to describe if you haven't been there, because even if you've been to another major festival, you've not been to a Bonnaroo. Right. Right, right. Yeah, it is interesting to talk to people who've never been because their perceptions are all over the place. Usually, that it's a big, sweaty, dirty pigsty type of thing, but uh, you can't. Ex- well, it, it is that. It, well, it can be, <laughs> right. but That's you can't. Ex- the hardest thing is to explain to people is how big it is. I think that just the the, the well. As 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 the as the entire place you're talking about when you talk about the campsites, etc. It's definitely not the biggest music festival that you can go to. Lollapalooza is damn near impossible to ma- to navigate. Oh, it's okay. just so big. Wow. I mean, they've got, they take up the entire park, and to get from one state one main stage to the other is it might be a mile and a half walk. It takes <laughs> wow. forever. It's forty five minutes straight. Forty five minutes to go from one stage to the next. So if you have a main stage artist that you want to see on one side, right. there's no possible way you're going to the other side to see wow. the guy playing right after that. Just not not happening. But I do, I do see your point as far as Cineru is concerned. That's what I, I actually think the opposite. I find it to be actually small and quaint. Well, that's because we've done it a lot. It's, you think when so? When you first walk in, it's pretty overwhelming. <laughs> Don't you think, true. Dortha? That's probably true. Yeah, I got lost. Um, we were partying really hard one night, and we just kept saying, well, we just have to find the Ferris wheel. If we can find the Ferris wheel, it's going to be all okay. So we just kept going in a circle around the park. <laughs> And we just kept coming back to the same place, not realizing that we had no idea how to get to the Ferris wheel, which you can see from the entire center. Right. <laughs> right. Well, you, you really, I like a good party. I do take that for granted yeah. because now that I think about it, the first year, that, or actually the second year that I went, uh, the they still at the time had the Mounties. That they had the literally in the festival in Cineru, they had the cops riding the horses. Right. right. And oh, wow. It was one of those nights, Dortha, where I like, I. It went a little too hard, way too fast, and by the time I found myself, it was pitch black at night. It might have been midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, and I swear to you, when I looked up and I saw a guy on a horse, I thought all hell was breaking loose. It's like, what West, What world did I just walk into? It made no sense. Like, I had to ask people around, like, the next morning, I had to wake up, it's like, Guys, did you see a horse? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, right. Is that real? I got the. I think it was the My Morning Jacket Witch Stage show at midnight or so. I tried to go from one side of that field to the other, and it was so crowded that, and there were people passed out on the ground that you had to kind of look uh, down. Right. When I finally looked up, I had no idea where I was. It was a sea of people. I couldn't tell you which. I don't know. It was pretty weird. It does. It does. I. I guess I do take it for granted how much we've been there and how familiar I am with maybe every step of that place. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because to me, like the fun part 
on Wednesday when we get there is taking that tour through Cineru and just seeing what they've changed, right? What they've rearranged a little bit. Like one day, I one year, I could never forget how we talked about the fact that they moved the comedy tent, or no, they moved the this tent. They angled it just a little bit. <laughs> Remember, we we talked about that for three days. Three days we talked about just the way they angled a tent. Well, I, since you brought that up, we haven't talked about it since last year. But you're convinced they moved the hill. They moved the hill. I, look, I'm not talking about this again. We. He hung me out to dry in front of Ashley Caps. We're taking a tour of the grounds. You know, like they, they take the press on like a tour where you can walk around on Wednesday and uh, and see the whole place like you haven't seen it before or something. But right. uh, they take all the new me- media out there. And we. <laughs> it's just different to see it in the daylight and empty, right? And Absolutely. so when it's daylight and it's right. empty, when you're standing there at the, the wet stage and you turn around, that hill, that VIP <laughs> hill, has been moved at least 50 yards. <laughs> at least 50 yards. You know I'm right about this. No. Okay. And so and when I... I've never I, been... Dorothy, I've never been more embarrassed to be standing with Brad and Ashley Caps when Brad's asking and Ashley's like, move what? He looked at me what? like I was insane. He looked at me like I was riding a horse. Yes. Like, <laughs> You get this horse. And I'm convinced that they moved that hill closer. I'm convinced. I spent that entire weekend eventually thinking that you were correct on that. Thank you, Brian. I couldn't get it out of my head. Thank the you, entire Brian. weekend. I'm looking at that, that, that damn hill. I it's, think it actually is close. I'm telling you, they're not going to admit it. We sat there with Ashley Caps, and he looked at me like I had ten heads. And we moved a hill? And then he's looking at me like, like you, you brought this you brought guy this with guy? you? Yes. I'm telling you, uh, if, you, if you just look at it versus pictures from five, six years ago, they moved the damn VIP hill. I'm yeah. convinced of it. Anyway, uh, say hello to Brian Stone, Brian one of our Stone. campmates from hey, uh, Camp Nutbutter just walked in. Hey. Right, she hey. Sound- this is Dortha. We're on the phone with Dortha. Yeah. I'm thrilled about this. Well, as thrilled as you are. <laughs> She's yes. listening to Brad wax on. We're- All right. Anyway, so uh, the schedule came out this past weekend, and or this past week. Do you remember when you went in 2015, 2016, did you have any scheduling problems then? Honestly, when I went then, I, I like had no idea what to expect. I'd never been to any major festival. So I was just like, well, I mean, I'm sure I'll get to see whatever I want. So I'm not even going to worry about the schedule until I get there. That's and awesome. then I get there, and I, I see like 10 shows the entire festival. But well, what in the hell happened? this year, I'm more prepared. Well, I mean, I just kept wandering everywhere, and like it was a blast. It was the best time ever, and I just didn't didn't even pay attention to the ones that I wanted to see. Like you know, I saw I saw the major ones, like I saw Elton John, but everything else was just like, well, I mean, it's whatever. I'll I'll do whatever. I'll go wherever. I'm not I'm not super worried about it. This is the this is the crux of the first time festival goer, right? They end up not giving a damn about yeah. who's playing. Yeah. And, and this is why we keep saying every year that the lineup just does not matter. Uh, you know, lineup matter for some music festivals, and of course they affect the bottom line. But if you make the commitment to go and, and let yourself go and let yourself enjoy it, you really probably don't care too, too much about what you're seeing and when you're seeing it. Right, and that's where I was in those years. But this year, there's I've just been so into this lineup, and I'm... Uh, there's just so many different things that I want to see. Like what? That I'm. Let's <laughs> uh, well, I mean, so like the number one thing that I saw, whatever the lineup first release was, the Friday night was Grizz and Gojira going on at the same time, and those were two that I was super hyped about. 
So yeah. I still don't know what I'm going to do with those. Now, um, me, before, before you go any further, so Gojira is the um, is of course the 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 heavy metal band right. that we actually talked about a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it's it's weird that you go from Gojira to Grizz. That's that's an odd uh, that's an odd compliment. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people are going to have that um, that set conflict. Um, but True. with me, I mean, like I like all the music. I, I listen to just about everything, um, and I've been looking forward to seeing Grizz. Since I first heard him a couple of years ago, I just haven't had the opportunity to actually see him at a festival. Yeah. But Gojira, I found after the lineup dropped this year, and I started listening to him, and I was just like, this is insane. Like, what they can do with these instruments is nuts. It's nuts, and it's loud. And here's where I, I don't think it's going to be necessarily too much of a conflict conflict, but the sound bleed from one stage to the other, those are two very, very loud artists. Right, Grizz, yeah. Grizz and Gojira, literally within 200 yards of each other, might be pretty troubling for somebody in the back of the witch stage. Right, like you can't stand in the middle of any of that and expect to have a good time. Oh my God, your head's going to spin around. That's and Courtney Barnett. Too. Yeah, we'll be a Courtney Barnett. So that's not necessarily too much of a conflict for us. What are your, some other conflicts that you have? Uh, there was a let's see, there's a couple that. The Drax Project, the one that y'all actually just recently featured whenever you did the Who, the Who podcast. On Thursday night. That is going, yeah, that's going against Jack Harlow, who is a Kentucky rapper. And I, yeah, I'm super excited to see him. And, you know, I'm from Kentucky, so I'm just like, repping him a little bit because um, he's great but they're they're on at similar times i think there's like a 15 minutes that they aren't overlapping right. so tell me about jack harlow because the only thing that i will comment on is he's got the oddest head of hair i've ever seen <laughs> in my that's a mop that is a mop yeah that is a, that's a he yeah. works on that he got um, way too into be with you <laughs> man that is like i don't know where his hair starts and ends i don't <laughs> That is an wow. odd look. All right, so tell me about yeah, But, Harlow. I mean, he's, he's just like, he's just a rapper, and I just like like what he does, and he talks about Kentucky a lot in his raps, and there's not a, a lot of Kentucky people that are coming out musically. You know, you got Jack Harlow and Tyler Childers. He's only 20. That's stunning. Yeah, he's, he's young, and he's great. And he's, I like, I like... I like where he's going. The fact that he's already doing Bonnaroo right now at 20. You go, guy. Yeah. Right. And, and look at that. He's uh, down the road from us in Atlanta. He's actually, nothing about that picture that says rap. No, nothing. Nothing <laughs> no. at all. He's a cellist. <laughs> if you ever, if you want to like uh, amend some of these problems, if you want to fix the Drax Project thing, you're more than welcome to drive to Chattanooga and see them perform at my festival, The Running of the Chihuahuas, <laughs> which they will be performing one of their very first ever U.S. shows. Right here for free in Chattanooga. All right, so what else do you have uh, that's on your list? Uh, The Childish Gambino and Jade Cicada. I have heard just crazy good things about the Jade Cicada show and seeing it live, and I've looked it up on YouTube. Um, But, I mean, Childish Gambino's got to win. Like, you you can't miss him. Guys, Um, but I'm just... That's, yeah, that's a This is interesting, too. and Brian can Brian can help out because Brian's been to as many Bonnaroo's as I have and, and knows this, especially the back end of this, pretty well, and the nuts and the bolts of it. They have Childish Gambino and Fish playing the what stage, right? Normally, those are totally free and clear, and they don't have any people playing right. with them. Why this year the change? There's, there's, th- there's four artists playing during Fish. There are one, two, three, four, five. 
five things happening during Childish Gambino. That is stunning to me. With, With fish going until 1.30 in the morning, the what stage doesn't usually go that late. I think it? Marshmallow did that year. Remember Marshmallow it, did yeah, that late night it show? normally doesn't, though. They're usually wrapping things up around midnight, well, so the maybe Kanye, that's the reason. You know, Kanye was supposed to start around that time. <laughs> well, that was originally supposed to be on the witch stage back in 08. Then they moved it. That was just a disaster all yeah, the way around. I'm <laughs> I'm I don't just, know. Like when you said there, you, when you said there's a conflict with the Childish Gambino show, I thought you were mistaken because normally yeah, they, don't, they don't put something against one of the headliners on the what. Oh. And now there's now they are they're they're packing a whole bunch of stuff happening during Childish Gambino and during Fish. That's very very yeah. surprising. Yeah, Post Malone is the only one who's going unopposed this year. Man, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so when you think of, like. For the nerds, for the guys, the poster nerds, I consider myself one of them. Uh, Post Malone going unopposed. Is he your headliner? Is he your number one poster theme? nerds? It's Fish. I know right. that, but but they're not going unopposed. I mean, the only place they're going unopposed is Sunday night. There's uh, nothing else going on anyway. But anyway, neither here nor there. I'll tell you the the conflict to me. That's not really a conflict. It just makes my decision. I would maybe give Fish a try. I'm not a Fish fan. It's not something that I've ever been a. a it's never been a deal for me. Right. Um, so my decision's made because Beach House is playing. Done. Uh, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> three three that. sets of fish is too too many. I, <laughs> I, I think, and I'm, I'm a fan. I think one would have been good enough. But I'm gonna do late night fish, and then uh, I'll be on Sunday. No, on Friday I'll be at home oh, okay. on Sunday. Night. No, you won't. Yes, I will. No, you won't. Yes, I, will. <laughs> I know you. You're not Maybe gonna I be won't. home. <laughs> God, you break so easily. Just <laughs> Just depends. Right. Uh, this north of this is what we do for the whole week. All right. <laughs> All right uh, what else? What else? You get anything else that uh, is conflict? I mean, I think Saturday to me is my lightest day, but I can imagine people being very, very worried about Saturday. Yeah, I mean the uh, the John Prime Jim James. I think that's just mean. <laughs> That is mean. That is mean. I'm just now looking at that. Is very mean. I yeah. agree. Of two artists, two artists that that have so much. Shared audience. Oh, so many people would love incredible love. crossover. And to th- and to think that there was probably a conversation happening with those two actually being on the same stage as each other. Well, that's not going to happen. Right. right. I could, totally, right. See Jim James wa- I could yeah. totally see Jim James walking out there and playing with John. That's Bryan. a good point. Right. I was definitely expecting that. I like the way you said that, though. That's just mean. That's good. <laughs> My biggest conflicts, if it's the right word, is, is all day Thursday. That schedule. I may be yeah. dead by. <laughs> Barry is going to be under a blanket for three days after Thursday. That thing he's going to walk. He's going to walk his limit on Thursday. <laughs> With that, it just goes all night. I mean, it's that's Thursday's already a great day. It's loaded up. And so. you got you have anything? You have any problems on Sunday? Uh, Sunday, it's starting with the ripe and Kikigaku Moyo. Uh, them being on the show like those were two that i also discovered after the lineup came out and i was looking forward to both of them because those are some that i've looked up on youtube and it's just like their live shows are incredible hey dortha can and, i can i go ahead and put a hundred dollars on the the fact that you're not going to go to either one of those i know <laughs> i did not want them to be that early yeah one o'clock on a sunday good luck yeah, unless yeah, unless you fell out. Carolina chocolate jobs, um, on fifteen, I think, That's and that true. was fantastic. That is one. And, that is one that got us up early. Yeah, that is. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, we, we used to we talk about this a lot, and you know, at this point, it's been so long ago, it doesn't even really matter. But we still yearn for the days that you know, Sunday one o'clock on the what stage was some sort of like take me to church music. Yeah, Mavis. Staples. You know, Mavis Staples was there. Sharon Jones was there. 
Uh, that's that was the Charles Bradley slot. You know, year after year, they put these really great soul artists that almost would would be like church like on a Sunday morning at one o'clock mo- morning, right. one, one o'clock. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, they don't do that anymore. Ch- Caroline Chocolate Drops really the last time where I feel like I I I was taken to that moment on, on a Sunday. Man, that was a great set. That's not going to be a conflict. So stop. But the su- Sunday on the what though? That is going to be a pretty chill day. Trampled by turtles, Brandy Carlisle, Lumineers into fish. I mean, you're that's right. A stoner's about- dream, right there. <laughs> <laughs> our, our buddy Nick, our buddy Nick at uh, at camp, he'll say he'll basically like, oh man, look at that. I could just get high and sway to that shit. <laughs> 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 all right, uh, that, is, that is a if you yeah that's one solid lane trample but that is they're all essentially the same sort of mode they're all in the same sort of wavelength. That's pretty yeah, yeah bleed right into the next one. Sunday works for me well. Friday is good. Saturday is a pretty uh, is going to be a resting day. There's not a, there's not a ton for me on Saturday. I agree. Uh, I agree. We never agree on this. Thanks, I agree. Yeah. All right. Sunday's going to be bouncing back to try to see Little Dicky and then walk the moon. All right. Who's who's the artist you're not missing this year, Dortha? Honestly, Peach Pit, and they're first thing Thursday, and I am not missing them for anything. They're amazing. I like Peach Pit a lot, and I love, love, love that they are the start of my festival. Yeah. Yep. I love that idea. <laughs> cool. They come out, they came out with a banger. Uh, that the, the, I really hope that that was intentional because uh, you know you put your strongest single out first, the best song mm-hmm. on the album, put it out first. Uh, I love the idea of putting somebody really, really strong on that Thursday opening. A slot and to get your weekend started. I, I love that. Oh, I love be, that place. Yeah, be, that super place excited. Be, get there early though. That's going to be crowded, right? Because everybody's know, so cause excited to get started. Dude, Thursday's going to be packed. I know. It's and and be I'll tell you, like there was a year. I can't remember what year we started noticing it, but uh, we got sort of depressed one year walking around because we thought Thursdays were like our secret. We thought we had something <laughs> right. special with Thursday, and then one year we looked up like. Why are there all these people here? Yeah. <laughs> when did the secret get let out that Thursday yeah. was the day? Stop coming on Thursday. It's supposed to be travel in day. Right. This is my secret parking lot in the neighborhood. Right. Don't do this. Right. Uh, well, Dorothy, we can't wait to see you. Uh, what, um, you got a whole group coming? You got a whole Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's smaller than normal. I think it's like uh, eight of us this year. So it used to be like 15, 20. Now we're all old. <laughs> Oh, it happens. On. Do you see the guys you're talking to? <laughs> it happens. Right, we're all, all old in our late 20s. We, we have a collective age between me and Barry of 120. Yeah. And I'm only 37. <laughs> that's right. So, uh... That's right. But I'm sitting here talking about Bonnaroo, so what up? <laughs> what up? Killing it. <laughs> you're killing it. My, my dad. Who's dads? All right. Dorothy, thank you so much. We can't wait to see you on the, uh, the farm this year, and uh, hopefully we can, we can get around and, and share some times, all right? Thank yeah, you. definitely. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Brian Stone. Brian Stone from the uh, ever-popular Something On Air podcast. You still do that anymore? Yeah, did one this uh, week. Do you do one? Still <laughs> on air, all one word. Okay. Are you going to be doing a podcast from uh, from Bonnaroo, or are you just going to be producing for us? I don't know. Okay. Uh, probably both. Okay. I don't right. know. I, I just kind of wing it as I as I go. Catfish and the Bottle Men. When we played oh, uh, one we of go. the night, days we were doing Here indie we band or not. Uh-huh. I love this band. Uh, you love Catfish and the yeah. Bottleman. I look on the what stage on a Friday. That's gonna be a hell of a right. way to start the day. Let's rewind a little bit. Let's. Uh, Brian is one of our campmates at Camp Nut Butter. Uh, he's been around forever. He's uh, uh, been a uh, radio flunky in Chattanooga for a while too. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> no, you're very successful, and he works at the Alt Station uh, in Chattanooga. <clears throat> Excuse me, in Chattanooga. So. Um, 
you've got uh, your Bonnaroo credentials ready to go. I mean, he knows what he's talking about when he comes to Bonnaroo. Uh, give me, before you give me your catfish in the bottom and love, because I want to talk to you about that. Who are your can't miss moments? There, I understand there's no Pearl Jam, and uh, that's all you care about. <laughs> all you care about is some sort of like Eddie uh, Vetter sort of like. <laughs> Tron. 25 that, sets of the Allman Brothers right. band. <laughs> Brian, Brian, yes, please. Brian's mode of music starts and ends with, it doesn't sound like, hail far, hell, hell far, hell far, hell far, hell far. That's what you like. No, no doubt yeah, about that it. Yeah, that was a really accurate way of putting that. I appreciate what that. What is the terrible band that you made me go see at uh, Music Midtown? J.J. Gray and oh, Mofra. Oh, God. J.J. Gray and Mofra. I get where you're getting what you're saying with that guy. The worst. (laughs) Yeah, that's a bad example. It was the worst show I've ever seen. J.J. Gray's fine. Uh, Stonewashed jeans on a belt buckle. He didn't have stonewashed jeans on. He did have a hell of a belt buckle. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So that's that's basically Brian Stone's uh, M.O. Guitar-driven music played by primarily white guys. That's kind of what I listen to for the most part. All right. So your number one artist is who? What did you say? I don't really have a number one really? artist. The, okay. mo- uh, the, the the catfish in the bottom show. I'm, t- I'm serious. I can't. I think that's going to be if the weather is anywhere near decent on the what stage, which I'm going to be spending a lot of my time at the what stage this year. Uh, a lot of stuff I've never seen before that I've just started to like, or kind of like Brandy Carlisle. I've never been a big fan, but the more I listen, the more I like. So oh, that's great. Going to be one that I absolutely have to see. And Childish Gambino. I got to see what this is all about. I gotta see what like this it. is. You're not oh, I don't, like I'm not expecting to like You're it. Not I just like got to see what it is. Are you a, are you a front of the crowd or back of the crowd guy at the what? Uh, well, obviously that obviously that depends on the, the the time of day because that changes where your access is. I'm fine with the middle. You, I can be anywhere. The sound at the what stage is as good of any stage as I've ever in heard, the country ever heard. Yes, I'm, I'm with you. I want to be comfortable. Brad's got to be up front. Yeah. I like him. He I've needs, never he needs somebody stage, rubbing his feet. Have you never been in the pit? Never been in the pit once. Even when it's a light like. Afternoon? Nope. Nope. Why? Well, actually, take that back. We went to go, was it Gary Clark Jr.? Yeah. We got there right at it ended. Yeah. So I walked in and walked out. Okay. So that doesn't really count. <laughs> no, it literally, it was, pow, good night, yeah, everybody. Oh, really. uh, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. So, no, I, I, I'm i fine out there. That I mean, that sound really is just incredible. It just doesn't matter where you're at. And it's I true. have not been spoiled as badly as all you have and been on stages. Why and, are you staring at me? Be, we, why we both wouldn't are. I be staring at you? We both are. Because if there's not somebody rubbing your feet and bringing you drinks you're not gonna watch my it. feet start to hurt okay <laughs> so <laughs> no, i don't help. know what i'm missing out on and then spoon was my only real opportunity to get on the what oh stage yeah i invited that, you on stage for spoon and you said no nah, no thanks it was sunday man i was tired and i didn't believe uh-huh. you necessarily and then you missed the one of my great when you, moments when, when, when i met billy say, joel doing well sir or something <laughs> no, like that good work have i ever told this story on the show yeah have yeah. I? Good work. Great work. <laughs> Great work. To Billy I had Joel. my moment to meet Billy Joel. I shook his hand, and all I said was, Great work. <laughs> and he looked at me, stared me deep in the eyes, and said, Thanks? Yeah. <laughs> Good talk. Great talk. Great talk. <laughs> Nailed it, Brad. But uh, after Catfish and the Bottle uh, Bottleman. What day I, is that? That's Friday okay. early. I want to see what AGR sounds like. You're I not going to like that either. I don't know that I would, but I, I'm just curious what I'm those not, kids will sound like look, live. Okay, I'm not going I'm, to. I'm, I'm not. I hope I'm not giving you the wrong impression, listener of the What Podcast at the What underscore podcast on Twitter. Uh, I just know Brian's musical taste so well. I, I just know him like the back of my hand. I know what you're going to like. I well, know what you're not going to like. The hits the radio of AJR has got a, it's an okay sound. I don't dislike look, it. Look, I was, I, I've been on these kids for six years. We talked to them on the podcast. 
They were outside our radio station in front of five people. This was five, six years ago, right? These kids have got so they're, it. They're pretty young, right? They're very young. Yeah, they're very um, nice. But it's it's going to be poppy. It's going to be pretty poppy, and I don't know if you're necessarily into that kind of in well, that kind of luckily, stuff. Well, luckily, the witch stage is easy to get in and out of, so if I get bored, I'll get out of there. But basically, it's all just getting ready for Courtney Barnett at 7, whatever Yeah, you're such a Courtney Barnett. Oh, my goodness. So, lo- I'm lost in love with her. It's almost unhealthy. Okay, so I, so I invited him She's to good. be on stage Great. for Spoon, and he said, meh. And then, one year, I invited him into the uh, trailer to watch Courtney Barnett oh, yeah. play I in the trailer for me and three other people. And at the time, do you know what he said? I'm sure this is not verbatim, These whatever he's about to verbatim. say. Verbatim. Quote. <laughs> no. I promise. Put money down. This is what Brian said. Brian Stone said to me when I said, hey, you want to get in here and watch this hay bale session with uh, Courtney Barnett? He goes, who's Courtney Barnett? <laughs> yeah. Who did we see in there last year? Dua? Uh, Dua? No, she didn't do the hay bale session. Last year I saw... You and me and Hillary were in there for somebody. Uh, I saw Japanese Breakfast in there last year, and I saw somebody else. I can't remember the other person I saw. I think it was Japanese Breakfast. Yeah, Japanese Breakfast is fantastic. Well, I definitely messed that one up. Yeah, you blew it. In 2015. Yeah, it's that's all right. Point, at Look. some point, when did you start trusting me with this? I still don't trust you uh, for yeah, some reason. Gary said, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> Look, I had a chance that I could have gotten into the pit to see Tom Petty and didn't. Why? I went home. Okay. I'm, oh, well, what was happened Sunday, was the Sunday night. Time, it was right? a Sunday night one. Yeah, what happened was I, uh, my daughter called and said I got got us both into the pit for Tom tonight. I said, "Great, I'm in." And then I sat in a chair. It was done. Did it? Done. That, that damn chair got you every time. I Are called her later and I said, "I'm, uh, got, I'm me, going me home." Skipping out on the pit for Pearl Jam for a stupid girl. Yeah, how'd that work? Worst idea ever. <laughs> Worst idea ever. I'm still not over it. Okay. I haven't talked to that girl since. And I'm who, dead serious. And who told you that was a bad idea? Everyone, but certainly you. Okay. Thank you. Uh, She's really pretty, though. I'm really, I've really tried very but hard. Been fi- there. Over 15 years, Brian, I've tried very hard to be your life coach, but you just refuse to go hand in hand with me, Thelma and Louise style off of this mountain. Well, we don't really spend all that much time together. That's at the Bonnaroo. problem. No, because you're always on stages, and uh, I can't go there, or pits that I can't get into, or I refuse to go. I don't to. know why you don't even try. That's insane to me. Like, here's what's crazy: is if you are even just a regular Bonnaroo GAer, yeah, how yeah. in the world do you not at least try to get into that pit uh, if you can? Especially on the afternoon can, shows, they're some so people easy. Don't like. I mean, some people like have the room around them. I guess but Bri- I Brian guess. is right because. Brad and I had the same credentials last year, but for all the years prior, we didn't. So we'd be at camp and be like, come on, let's go see this show. And we'd get there and Brad would see go ya. right and we'd go left. <laughs> see you later. It's not the same experience. Uh, <laughs> but I like to fly solo at Bonnaroo, too. I like to just do my own thing. Well, we've said that before about in. our Camp Nut Butter. You've been, we've been all camped together. We have a great time. We all love it, but we do not go to shows together. It is very strange. We, get, we try to find one or two. Yeah, there's a couple meetups, but... But other than that, no, no. If there's eight of us, we go, what, six different ways. Frankly, half of our camp doesn't even leave camp, (laughs) including Brian Stone. No, I leave... This this joke has gone too far. Really? I leave the (laughs) camp a lot. Really? I spend a lot of time in the media center, the media compound. You left our camp to go smash nabes all (laughs) year last year, but you didn't go to shows. That was an outlier, all right? (laughs) Technically, he did leave the camp. (laughs) Yes, you did. 20 feet away. 20 feet away, yes. (laughs) To a different camp. To someone else's tent. Yes, it was very... 
All right, so who else you got? You got any other conflicts on your uh, on your schedule? Uh, the, the 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 schedule overall isn't isn't strong enough for me to really have anything I would consider a real conflict. Uh, I feel like you've really tapped out of music for a while. <laughs> I think that you've hit. Now I'm not being insulting. I think that you've hit that age where acquiring new. new things, yeah. Yeah, acquiring new uh, things, is not necessarily. No, I mean, well, I mean, so, uh, what, what am I looking at? Where, what day is it uh, that the record company opens on? What is that Sunday? No, no, that's Saturday. I mean, there's a record company. There's Hozier. There's Odessa. There's the National. There's Casey Musgraves, Jim James, John Pine. Fan? I can see any one of those. I don't think that you're a National fan. I, I mean, I, I, I would go to the show. I'm, I'm not saying I'm you're, a fan. You'll, you'll hate it. It won't be for but you. But there's plenty to see, but nothing if I miss it, I'm going to be sitting around being like, damn it, I can't what believe if, I missed that. For you, what about for you? I mean, Jim so, James, of course, I'm a My Morning Jacket fan. I'd love to, to see that. How about, how about for you, the Soul Rebels? Are you a Soul Only Rebels? I know the name. Okay. Soul Rebels and Trampled by Turtles, two things that I think you'd be really well, into. I know, I know Trampled by Turtles. Yeah, you'd like those. So is Soul Rebels my this year's pick that I, I have to like? I will come up with my Brian Stone yeah. pick. Uh, I'm not ready to give that to you yet, but okay. I do have I do have some ideas. Yeah, right. yeah. because every year I give you a pick, and I, I usually f- listen to that one pick. It just it takes me a while to come. Around. Usually, it's by the time Bonner is over, and then I'm like, oh wait, yeah, that is pretty good. Well, yes, yeah, and then I have to remind you that that's the one I told you to go see. You know, well, the, the the Courtney Barnett thing was I stumbled on that, and then later I think I was like, hey, this, that Courtney Barnett was awesome. You're like, I told you this. It's times. infuriating to me. It's, it's infuriating you don't listen. to That was a to Thursday me. night, right? What it was. was it? She was a Thursday, Thursday headline. Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, she's our poster child for Thursday God, I wish she was on a bigger stage, but that's fine. Yeah, that was the, the crazy thing about this schedule. They put her again in a tent. That tent, yeah. I just, I can't. Even I, if it's the crappy witch, I want her on a bigger stage. I do too. I do too. And and I don't, I just, I worry about it. On First off, I think that that tent is my least favorite stage of the entire festival. I'm not a big um, fan of any of the tents. To I don't, be honest with you, I like. Either. I like. Me either. For some There's, reason, it's not I, a crappy place spot. to really? watch me. Well, if if you get a, a lightly attended show, it's okay. But right. if if it's if it's just bad, if it's just really hot, you just have ten thousand people under there trying to get out of the sun. Yeah. Right? Well, and, the, and it and it there. The thing I don't like about when they're crowded like that. If you get a good spot, sort of up front, you got all those people that have to be the up front people, and they just keep continuously from the never end, stop, never stop. Somebody's trying to get in front of you. I don't remember which one I was. I was. It was raining. I had a good spot, and ten minutes later, I was outside in the rain. And I, I don't remember moving, <laughs> <laughs> so I went home. Luckily, they put <laughs> those. Uh, you know, they got the screens out there now, which helped. But it's just, it's just not an overall great experience. Well, some them. people like that uh, a lot more than this, mostly because there's that elevation, there's that hill that you can right. sit on and and kind of see over everybody. Yeah, that you do kind of feel like you're in a hole, right? Yeah, Am but, I thinking of that right one? Right. One of them feels like there's no way to get elevated. Uh, that's this. I mean, that that on is is you know you have closer to this which. on the left, yeah, yeah, yeah. that I'm on the right, and uh, that to me is maybe a better viewing experience if you're not necessarily invested in the artist. Like for instance, T Pain last year, we all watched T Pain from that hill on that, and uh, we hated every second of it. But nonetheless, it was a nice way to like I can just sit back here and see it. This and doesn't necessarily give you that. The super jam was that way last year too. We were all there and. Had a comfortable spot outside, and yeah, we weren't invested. Like, you yeah, didn't see anything. That's we a could good, hear, but I'm invested in Courtney Barnett, and there's no right. possible way I think that she should be on a, a tent. And I'll be honest with you, look, I love AJR. I love those kids. I'm stunned, stunned the they witch. put them on the witch stage. Stunned. How in the world they put AJR and a witch and Courtney Barnett in a tent is baffling to me. As we navigate the schedule, it's scheduled day on the What Podcast, thewhatpodcast.com, or the What underscore podcast on Twitter. Uh, to get in for Bonnaroo tickets. One more week of this, and we'll announce the winner next week. 
Oh, uh, we got another listener. By the way, uh, Brian Stone just decided just to leave. <laughs> Why did he just walk out? I don't know, but I, I wanted to tell people listening, if you want to know what the weekend camp nut butter uh-huh. is like, you just got a little taste. Oh, my God. That was just, I mean, that's that's not even scratching the surface. No, no but that's what it, that's what happens yeah, that's over a, and over all <laughs> day. So, uh, well, and, and bless his heart, he keeps coming back. He's coming more. back and loves it. And <laughs> and this year keeps uh, keeps trying to tell us he's going to bring a girlfriend to, to witness this abuse. He's out of his mind. Let's talk to another listener. Who we got now? April. Hi, April from Knoxville. Hi. How are you? What are you doing? I am touring my work's new bar that they just built. Are they? building. Oh, well, hello. I was just down in the basement. Well, hello. My <laughs> liver is throbbing. In, if you're ever in Knoxville, come see it. You know, there's a really great brewery in Knoxville called Print Shop. Um, yeah. I'm a big fan of there. They got good beers. Yeah, I haven't um, actually been there yet. Okay. I used to live on that side of town, but okay. not anymore. I live downtown. You, so. uh, you're in Knoxville, so it's a very short drive to Bonnaroo, isn't it? Very short. How many times very have you short. been? This will be my 12th year. Wow. 12th Big year one. on the farm. Boy, <laughs> you know, we don't talk to many vets that have numbers uh, that high. We, we, yeah. We've we been talking to a lot of people that are three, four, fivers. Uh, but like yeah. we and like Barry, Barry and I have been saying maybe for a year and a half now, uh, the people that have been there for 10, 12, 13 years, imagine that first one that you went to and the difference that it is today. How oh, unbelievable <laughs> is it's a different world totally different um so i remember being scared to death like my first festival like what's gonna happen you know i've heard all these great stories about bonnaroo but never you know thought it was gonna be as amazing as it was and i was so i don't know why i was so scared when i arrived but seeing how it was then and how it is now you know it has definitely changed were you but it's still my favorite festival were you concerned or were, or were you told about the whole spray bottle misting thing? Do you remember that? I did, yes. <laughs> what? Remember yeah, people were supposedly was, putting like, what, PCP in oh, spray yeah, bottles. Yeah. Everybody's like, man, don't let anybody spray. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, I can't walk around barefoot because there's going to be needles. And I was like, that is so stupid. Like, <laughs> no one does that. <laughs> yeah, and who if you does do, that? don't do that. <laughs> right, right. Not cool. But yes, I, I was definitely one of those... I was, that was why I was, you know, one of the main reasons why I was scared to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, me too. Uh, me too. In my yeah, first we year, all, I was for sure. My first year, not only was I scared, uh, I, I haven't, well, I don't camp. Look at me. Uh, this is not for me. Camping is terrible. I hate the outdoors. I don't like bugs. I don't like people. Heat. This, I don't like heat. <laughs> I don't like the dirt. Um, I'm yeah, particular about my bathroom habits. <laughs> this was not for me. And the first year is historically, I, I might have told, told this story before on the air, but it was the worst experience of my life. It was legitimately the worst weekend I have ever had in my life. I felt as though I was in the opening scene of Lean on Me. And the kids were coming out of the cages in the, in the cafeteria and they grabbed the principal and they're slamming his head into the ground. It was just <laughs> scary. It was a scary moment and i've told this story before we get lost heading back to our ga campsite which just felt like it was miles away i might as well just been camping in chattanooga we were in pod one do you remember pod one yeah and is that the outer they would like they would lock you there like once it filled up they would like not let anybody leave until more of the campgrounds were full so we kind of just like 
had it's now I guess where all the volunteers camp and all of the medic mm-hmm. like kind of not um kind of think there's like a bridge that you have to cross over yeah. right. can't remember right. but it was probably like a 35 40 minute walk and it was just horrible yeah. heat yeah, and, and oh. like I made that, and here's the crazy thing. I made that walk the first year, and I thought it was, you know, I, it was never going to end. I went to GA last year, and if you look at the map, it probably was no different than where I camped 15 right. years ago. But man, Feels it felt different. like it was 10 minutes. Feels different, it felt like it? it was no time whatsoever to get from, from that pod, that experience that the secret KG Elephant show was at, from there to our camp, it felt like nothing. Right. It felt like nothing. Yeah. That's that's uh, the genius we of how this thing has evolved and changed, and really, they've taken the user experience and completely upended it and made it so much better. Yeah. I think we were kind of camped there around there last year. I think we were in between two and three the past two years. So we weren't far. Right. Have but, you, you know. Have you gone um, as a fan every year, or has it been, like, work-related any time? No, fan every year. Wow. That's yeah, um, one year we decided we were going to skip Bottaroo and go try Hangout Festival, and then we got an opportunity where my friend had a friend who had an extra guest pass, and as you know, because mm-hmm. you camp and guest, right. the one of the best things that you could possibly have. We so. don't really like talking about yeah, it. No, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. It, it's, it's just something that, that just, <laughs> it sounds so shitty when we talk about it, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Well, so she ended up getting a ticket, so I went on Craigslist and found a guest ticket online, and we did guest one year. Um, this year, we're doing group camping for our first year, so we're excited about that. That's really cool. That is cool. Yeah, we've no, you know never done group camping, but we have, you know, all of our Knoxville friends are excited, so we're just going to do a big group this year. How many? We're shooting for 25. I think we have wow. about 20 right now. Wow. And they're all so, from Knoxville, or are they coming from everywhere? M- most of them are from Knoxville. That's cool. Um, That's really cool. We have some that you know are from Nashville and Chattanooga, so but we'll see how many we have when it all boils down to it. When you look back in your right. twelve, when you look back in your twelve years, what is the what is the one memory you got? Is it a show? Is it a camp experience? What's the one that comes to mind God. first? Paul McCartney. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Paul yeah. McCartney. Pretty <laughs> special one. I mean, it, it was the best show, and I was really hoping that he would come back this year, but then I thought about it, and I was like, I don't think that that show could top That's the first right. time I saw him. I felt the same way. When I heard the rumors, I, I said it on the show, and I said it to Barry. Yeah. I was like, man, I've already had that moment. I don't I don't want it again, but then I realized not everybody had that moment. So, you know, if, if they want to bring him back, I'll let somebody else enjoy it. I'm not going to go. That was a really interesting discussion for us because I think Brad and I both felt the same way. Ah, I've already seen it, but then we thought, you know, there have been several bands that we've seen several times. It's always something different, and like you said, other people haven't seen it. So I, yeah. I can go either way on that one. Yeah, it's going to be hard to top for and that, sure. That mo- the reason why McCartney is mine too, It over anything that's ever happened at camp or somebody I've met or a show – the reason why that McCartney thing was so special to me is I sat there, I was sitting there in the pit, and in front of me was a guy and his uh, girlfriend and then their friends, and uh, Maybe I'm Amazed comes on, and he drops down to one knee and he proposes oh. to her, 
And I have already cried once during the show when he talks about his friend John. I've already bawled once. Then he yeah. plays Maybe I'm Amazed. The guy drops down to a knee. He, he proposes to her. She says yes. All the friends are, are hugging. They're hugging me. I'm crying. And then three, two, one, live and let die fireworks. <laughs> it's like the guy knew the set. <laughs> he knew the set list perfectly and to find the perfect moment for this to happen. to John before. <laughs> exactly. Waterworks. I mean, Very I cool. lost my entire mind. That was the moment I'll never forget in Bonnaroo. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it was probably one of the best moments. Yeah, best no, we, shows I've ever went, been to, period. Went, went back to camp and talked about it some more. Woke up that next Kept morning, talked about, about it some more. It was, it was pretty... so good. One of our campmates got back to camp and he said, I'm going to go home now. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, oh, yeah, I remember hearing that. I saw everything I need to see just yeah. now. It's yeah. that not going to top it? Not going to top it. You know what? This head in the heart is just not doing it for me after McCartney. <laughs> Too bad for them. All right, so when you look at the schedule this year, who's uh, top of your list? Oh, so I love jam bands. Do you? I'm going you know, to go see Fish. I'm going to do uh, Tramble by Turtles, The Wood Brothers, Love Me Some John Prine, Jim James. That's, that's gonna be my. That's gotta be your biggest conflict. Huh? Conflict wise, yeah. it's gonna be Jim James, John Prine, and Odessa all at the same time. Yeah. So yeah, we, we talked to Dortha earlier. She said that's just mean. Yeah. <laughs> she had a great line. That's just mean. Jim James versus uh, uh, yeah, John Prine. So, I mean, obviously, John Prine's a legend. I have to go see him. I'm gonna see Jim James again, hopefully. Yeah. And Odessa to be around so it's like one of those things like i may split my time up between jim james and john prine but i'll just have to see odessa another time let, let me let me just say this and i don't want to be morbid about it but uh i've gone through this twice uh specifically with solomon burke there's nobody i love i'm a soul music guy right so i like 60 50s and 60s soul music and yeah. uh solomon burke is the I mean, top of the list for me. It's Solomon Burke, Sill Johnson, Otis Redding. Well, when I saw Solomon Burke on the lineup, I said, I, I don't care what's playing around it. I have to see this right now because I don't think I'm going to see it again ever. And by the way, he died six months later. Um, so if you got the shot, if you've got the shot, see John Prine before, you know, before time, before time runs out. Right, exactly. absolutely. Tom Petty. Tom Petty. You know For how much me, I'm, I, I'm not even a Tom Petty fan. I'm irritated that I never saw the, that show. I didn't go. in the rain to Tom Petty closing out Bonnaroo. Was it 2013? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 and it was one of, that was a great show also. So, yeah, you have to, when legends are in front of you, you have to take your, take it by the reins and go right. for it. What are some other conflicts you have other than Jim James and John Prine? So... We have a Knoxville band playing, and they're some good friends of mine. Um, they are playing at the Ville on Thursday, but that's during um, the, oh gosh. Well, who's who's what the is, Knoxville band? What, what's their names? Three Star Revival. Check Three them Star? out. They're awesome. Okay. All right. Yeah, but they're playing during uh, Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. Ooh. Um, yeah. Ooh. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this Ooh. is really hard. I love you all. And I left last year, because they played last year also. I left Pigeons playing ping pong to go see them, so I feel like I have an exemption this year. You do. You <laughs> yeah, have free pass. And, and they're a Knoxville so, band, so you'll see them again. I, look, I, yes, there's, exactly. There's, there's something. Some of my good friends, so I'm like, oh, I feel like I should support you, but at the same time, I did last year. <laughs> there's something about, I don't know what is in my head about this, but something just doesn't feel right about this Grand Ole Opry show in a good way. 
there, like, there's a specific a really reason good... why it's on Thursday. And there's I a specific reason. Something. What's that? And I'm very curious as to what they're going to be doing since CMA Fest got moved. Right. I agree. So, I agree. Yep. Absolutely. Some, something is it. not clicking. And uh, maybe that's what it is because there's something up. And maybe right. that's and why gonna... I feel so... Yeah. So like weird about it, but I yeah. can't miss it. I know this is going to be something, and I don't know what it is, but that's what I want. I can't I mean, miss. And as we've said, AC now has a Nashville office. I mean, there yeah. there is there has been a Nashville push for three years, and the CMA's moving. I mean, that was an agreement. You know, they so I agree with you. There's something up, and when, and when, and when you have don't miss, and when you have on the lineup, Marin Morris, Brandy Carlisle, Casey Musgraves, uh, it. Uh, how am I not? How would you not connect the dots here? And exactly, and I'm, didn't I, I'm pretty sure Casey Musgraves and Haley Williams. They did. did they just had, like did a song together at a show. Yeah, girls just want to have fun. I mean, there's there's really a bunch of crossovers for yeah. sure. Haley Williams but, has got a exhibit in the pods. No way she doesn't come out on Grand Ole Opry. She's she's from Nashville, and yeah. I've got, I'm crying crossing my fingers. I know this sounds crazy. Uh, Miley Cyrus. I, I was say- okay. I was thinking the same thing, but I didn't want anybody to be like, "You're wrong." <laughs> <laughs> a boy can so dream. Was, a boy can dream. I yeah. mean, JT lives in Nashville. Well, I'm coming out with Lonely Island. <clears throat> I'll be honest awesome. with you. If you if you if you ever want to uh, if you ever just want to go find Justin Timberlake, just go to the Puckets in Franklin. He eats there three times a week. Uh, I know people that live in Franklin that talk to me like, man. This Justin Timberlake is all the time in pockets. It's like he owns the place. I always felt like Justin's not ever going to do Bonnaroo uh, because he has his own festival. I mean, he he runs that. He basically has his hooks in that pilgrimage festival in Franklin. So I can't imagine him him doing any sort of Bonnaroo thing. That's very true. Plus, I don't know if you know they. He's a lot of money. He's a lot yeah, of money. He's a big number, and it's going to be a big number just for him to show up for fifteen minutes too. Yeah. By the way, and I don't that just doesn't seem like the Bonnaroo speed. But yeah, you know, it's crazy. He also has a lot of money, so it'd be you know maybe he does fifteen minutes just because yeah, it's fun. I'm he, not. I, I know he does. It's a short drive. I mean, he gotta have to have a lot of goodwill. I wouldn't be banking. I no, wouldn't either. The Lonely Island. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. We'll see. But well, yeah, I definitely want to do that. It is surprise. It is surprising to me. Like there's a couple of scheduling surprises that we didn't understand. Uh, like first off, AJR being on the witch stage is stunning to me. I cannot believe. I just started listening to them, and they're awesome. They're fun. They're they're a fun they're fun so pop group. I don't understand the witch stage when you have Courtney Barnett on a tent, um, and I am pretty stunned that Lonely Island is doing that big of a set that late at night. It is late, and that was another conflict of mine. Is it? Um, I wanted to see Grammatic because I haven't seen Grammatic in a very long time, and that's the same time. And Joe Russo's almost dead. Like again, I love my jam band. That's going to be a great like fun late night dance party, but all that's going on at the same time. I haven't said this yet, and I've been avoiding saying it because I didn't want to make anybody mad. And contrary to popular belief, I make people mad on my radio show, not here. <laughs> that's <laughs> a much different world. I hate Lonely Island. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. You're I hated it. I, I used to hate them too. <laughs> I hated them on Saturday Night Live. I cannot stand that guy. And I've got a very, very specific reason 
why I don't like that kid, that guy on Brooklyn Nine Nine, and the guy that's in Lonely Island. I've Andy Samberg can't stand him. It, it goes a long way. It goes. It's a long history as to why I dislike him so much. But that is something I'm absolutely not even going to pretend that I'm going to. I'm not even going to tell you. To, I will not sniff it. I will not walk past it. I don't want anything to do with it. That's the last. I'm I'll betting we up. see him there. Okay. <laughs> I like that you're getting very like emotional about this. I know. I've been holding back for a long time. Yeah, with this show. yeah. How do you feel, Brian? Thank you for letting it out. Like, thank you for letting. Okay, it out. that that would be the only time I talk about Lonely Island. By the way, no, it won't be. Yeah, hopefully, like, hopefully Andy Samberg doesn't stumble across Camp Nutter. Yeah, right. Hey, what, what's up, bro? Hey, guys. What, oh. Now that would be entertaining. Closes. That would be fun. I right. hope he does come by. I need to, I need to stop talking. I've already made somebody mad about Lonely Island. <laughs> um, all right. So, any other any other conflicts? Any other uh, things that uh, got you troubled? Uh, girl talk and Chris super or super jam. Yeah, yeah I'm with you there. I, I like girl I talk. I love girl talk. I love girl talk. I've been listening to girl talk for years, yeah. and the fact that girl talk is on that lineup, I go immediately. If it's like any of the previous yeah. ones, though. You could probably be anywhere on site and hear a good bit of it. Probably. So. Like when bass I'm nectar. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of surprised that Childish Cambino has a set with somebody somebody else's playing at the same time. We just talked about that. It's the first time that I've seen a headliner on the what stage, Childish and uh who's the other one that comes right before Childish? right after Childish? Fish. Fish. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, both of yeah, them yeah. both of them have artists playing during their sets, which is not something I remember happening before. And no, what, that never happens on the website. And what our uh, listener or, or listener just now, Dortha said, Post Malone's the only one playing on a pose, uh, which is so, so fascinating. Other than Fish on Sunday night, it's not something I've seen before. Yeah, neither have I. We, uh, we really do appreciate the time. And if you're ever in Chattanooga, come by and uh, say hi. And uh, hopefully, oh, yes. hopefully we'll see you in, uh, at the farm, okay? Yes, sir. I'll see you later. Have All a right, great April. one. Thanks, Thank April. You. See you soon. Bye. There you go. Another week in the books. So what podcast getting closer and closer to Bonnaroo 2019? How many days do we have, by the way? Are we under 50? No. Okay. Should be just under 60. Oh, okay. But, you know, it's as, closer as, as closer. we're wrapping this up, Brad, and the more we talk and listen to April and Dortha and Brian and, and what you and I said at the beginning, last year was easily, easily the most fun Bonnaroo for me. Yeah. Everything, there was not a negative. Mm-hmm. Everything, I mean, I rounded a corner and I'd run into somebody. You right. Know, and a nice thing would happen. A good thing would happen. Interviews literally fell, right. <laughs> fell in front of me. This one already feels like, while I was pretty relaxed about it earlier in the week, now that I sort of play it all out in my head, this is going to be a crazy one. Yeah, you getting a little stressed? I'm, I'm gonna. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because of what, you know, so much that you and I want to see, the GA factor throws throws a whole new wrinkle in. Uh-huh. Hey, Barry. The Barry. Work. Barry, take your own Just advice. Just let go, man. Just let it go, Just let go, Just let go man. man. Uh, the Bonnaroo Podcast, a podcast for Bonnarooians by Bonnarooians. This is the What Podcast. We'll talk to you again next week. Hey, 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 hey. How y'all feeling? Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands? This year? That matter. With Brad Steiner and Barry Corner. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.